This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. That's my body work. wants bread, and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs> Naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you need to lose weight, you'll see natural weight gain and bring your weight down to the same Welcome to Fad Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fad Camp. Hello, 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 Connor. How are you getting on? Hey, how's it going, Grace? Good to be here. Excited. We've been very giddy today and we are nicely coming down yes. from that now so we can talk about the topic at hand. Me yes. and Connor haven't seen each other in a while. So yeah. when we do, it's just like... We had to rein it in just a yeah. little bit before. And not too much because we still want to, you know, give people some of that unadulterated Grace and Connor <laughs> on each other action. <laughs> <laughs> Grace, sorry. What I'm talking sorry, about. Sorry, no, no, sorry, let me do that again. We had to rein it in a little bit because we still wanted to give people some of that like authentic Grace on Connor action. <laughs> Connor on Connor action. We don't know what we're saying right now. Okay, we're going to go straight into it. You can see how giddy we are. I'm very excited to be here. Um, this is actually a topic that I'm really excited to talk about because it only came to me to talk about it last night and then the research I was doing I was like oh my god I'd learned stuff I'd never learned before. Now Connor just get straight into it right I'm going to be talking about brides, weddings and the stigmatization of people needing apparently to lose weight for a wedding. That sounds excellent. And to be honest, like you say you only had the idea for it last night, but at the same time, I feel like you've kind of been subconsciously researching this for a long time, you know, like how can you not notice these things from the years of like weddings that you go to? Right? Yeah, listen, Connor, okay. I was a bridesmaid twice last year, last okay. Year. And that I, that wasn't even, those were not like, I didn't just go to two weddings last year as a bridesmaid. I went to a lot of weddings. Mm. I just happened to be, I'm just so popular. Apparently so. Okay. <laughs> like I've just got so many friends. If anything, I'm trying to distance myself from people in, who are in love in my life because I don't want to do it again. No, I'm joking. I love my friends. But does she? Does she though? But I've been I've been involved in a lot of weddings or even kind of almost like on the sidelines, but like very good friends getting married. And I've kind of seen it's a lot of pressure organizing a wedding. Like fair play to anyone who is doing it. My sympathies because it's an amazing day. Obviously you're going to have a great time. But there's a lot going on all around it. That's just the organization. We're going to focus in on the societal pressure on brides to lose weight in particular. Connor, have you been to many weddings? I just want to ask. I have, uh, hmm, that's a good question. I've been to a bunch. Okay. Uh, not as many. I, I, I do have a lot of friends who have kind of gotten married in like smaller ceremonies, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've, I don't think, I've never been like a groomsman at like a massive wedding. You know, okay, or okay. and I'd never be a bridesmaid, probably never will be, unfortunately. Never a groomsman, never the groom. Yeah. Um, that's even sadder than always bridesmaids, never the bride. <laughs> Look at the two of us. <laughs> Are we gonna get I'm, married? Yeah, I'm literally like, this would be the start of every rom com. Um, but anyway, so. <laughs> she's a hard nosed comedian living in London. <laughs> He's a <laughs> what am I? <laughs> He's a question mark. <laughs> Moving to Los Angeles. <laughs> um, well, let, okay, since you are quite outside, then it's kind of good to talk to you about this because basically you're kind of outside of this sort of world maybe and I might be educating you on, on some of the things. Okay, great. But Educate me, Grace. People love being educated. I, lo- I love women explaining to you. Yeah. Tell me if you've heard any kind of these phrases okay. before. I'm just going to throw out a few phrases. The bridal bubble. No. Shredding for the wedding. Yes. Shedding for the wedding. Yes, more so than shredding for the wedding, to be honest. Paraglading for the wedding. No, that's not true. And then the last one is something old, something new, something borrowed, something ew. I have not heard of that, but I'm I'm intrigued by it. Very I love much. that phrase so much now. That's going to be my new phrase. Um, is that when the bride accidentally craps herself before the wedding? <laughs> it's like disaster. We've got us something, and something it's, it's such ew. a long thing to like. Yeah, yeah. Out. Walking in white and brown down oh the aisle. Oh God. Um, but basically, these are kind of phrases, right, that in my research I've heard. 
thrown out in, into kind of the diet culture around okay. um, weddings and brides and all sorts of things. The bridal bubble, I suppose, is like, it's basically like it, maybe the pressure that brides might feel when coming up to right. a wedding. So right. weddings are incredibly stressful events to organize, okay? So it, it just even just watching my friends do it, like fair play to people who are getting married, like obviously congratulations, but also my sympathies because it's mm-hmm. a very difficult thing to organize. Um, and outside of just the organization, there might be a sort of unnameable or like, it, it's a hard to almost like describe pressure that women might feel when getting married to lose weight. Mm. Something that like is, not only is said to them many times, but also is sort of like hinted at or sort of like, you know, there's all these kind of articles that come out about it or there's there's bridal magazines and they have a lot of articles about losing weight for weddings and stuff. So there's all this sort of stuff where it's like for you to remain the same weight is almost seen as a revolutionary act. Oh my goodness. I had, I just had a flashback. I just had a memory. Were you? I was a bride. I was getting married. <laughs> this okay. is my past this life. when I lived in Mexico. <laughs> no. Um, I remember one of my dear friends, it was in the run up to her wedding and we were having coffee and her sister was there. I hadn't really seen her sister yeah. in a few years. I was like, oh, we're all hanging out. And she was talking about, um, she still had a, a few more pounds to lose before the wedding. Mm. And this girl, like, you know, at a glance, you know, you would not expect that. Well, you know, we can talk about like how various people feel based yep. on their size and all that. Yep. But like, no, we're not talking about this person is not about to go through some eye popping transformation where they've lost, you know, they have a hundred pounds to lose before, yeah. it, you know, anything. We're talking like, you know, very small amount of weight here, if 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 anything. And uh, I, I think I remember being like, what are you talking about? You don't need to lose weight at all. Because um, that's who I am. I yeah, support, I support yeah. Oh my God, Connor, women. you're a male feminist. Yeah, you're a woke male feminist. We love you. Oh, I didn't even know I'd come off like that. <laughs> yeah, I just, that's just... Uh, <laughs> I'm just a good person. I, I didn't even I am, realize. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, I remember her sister being like, "Come on, come on, let's like you know." So after you said after you that, don't need to lose weight, but, yeah, but she didn't even look at me because I'm you know a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, she looked at her sister. She's like, "Come on, let's not take the piss." Like, you know, you know, you what are you need to joking. Do. Yeah, I totally. I wasn't thinking of that coming in today, but when you said it, like about if they remain the same weight, it it's considered. Um, I'm telling you something you know, right now, and my sister's listening. If she ever said that to me. Anna, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming for you. Like, but that, you know what? You don't even, I suppose, judge. It's it's very hard because, you know, when like the sister says that to her, I'm sure the sister on some level is like. If I have to do it, you have to do it. Or or even just like, oh, you'll be angry if you, if you eat something now or you'll be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the problem is, is that we're all so brainwashed into yeah. this thinking that like we <clears throat> think we're doing someone a favour by being oh, like yeah. I know don't be listening to him saying you should yeah. love yourself as you are <laughs> you can listen to this fat fuck you can let this fat fuck ruin your wedding maybe maybe that's why I don't get invited to so many weddings because I'm like you know trying to get the brides to just like yeah. chow down yeah. in the weeks leading up to it their maid of honour is like the food police just every, to... every wedding you go to the bride can't fit into a dress that's why yeah. people don't invite you to weddings <laughs> well it's funny that you have I'm glad that you had at least some experience with it because yeah that's what happened to me that's, yeah. that, that oh, was affects painful you. that was painful for oh me god. to experience you straight white man You're, I feel I for you um, well you know it's funny because like even you know I have a few anecdotes myself and I suppose kind of looking back you know weirdly even as a bridesmaid I was very aware of my size on the day of the wedding mm. because I was always in the two weddings I've been, I've, I've been the biggest person and I would notice it like I'd just be like oh here we fucking go my head like you know what I mean like mm. uh, nothing and no one by the way around sure. me would make me yeah. feel like that I have the best of mates and sure. do you know what I mean I pick very good do people you? to be in my life <laughs> sorry I always question your friends whenever you say that I have to now at this stage but are they your friends are they though no one likes you but it's it's the thing where I'm very aware of my size and like even photos that come out. And the problem with weddings is that people as well, it's like you are, like I do kind of feel for celebrities on the day, if you're part of a wedding party, you'd never know who's taking a photo of you at any oh, time. True. And fair play to um, people, they will always somehow send me the most unflattering photo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, look at you at your best. <laughs> here's here's our, oh, there's Grace. Oh, she <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know what it is? And I realised this. People send photos and they see themselves and right. they are looking amazing. Okay. So they'll send it to you and they'll be like, oh my God, don't we all look amazing? And totally. you're like, oh, I'm sorry. And, and you know you know what else I can yeah. say about that as well from my experience as a videographer, photographer. Oh my I have photographed, <laughs> I have photographed weddings in the past yeah. as well. Who's the star of the wedding? The bride oh and the Oh my God, totally. Right? Yeah. Particularly the bride, right? Yeah. So if in the photographs, the bride looks her best, the groom looks, you know, passable, yeah. uh, slash his best, like the photographer, you know, isn't going to be like making sure that every single, I mean, it's their job oh my God, to make yeah. everyone look their best, but like their focus no, is on I mean, the bride and that's groom. That's it. Or, and, and maybe the parents as well. That's yeah. it. Like uh, everyone but else. It, like in a groom photo, it's like, so it's like, you know, yeah, like who cares how they look? But then the bride is like, here's an amazing photo of you and your lovely dress. And you're like, oh my God, I'm literally <laughs> eating a scone and I'm laughing while telling a joke. I, I honestly, as well, like people who listen to this podcast can tell I'm a laugher, but I'm a very physical laugher. So I throw my head back a lot. And so it's just like double chin city. Like I literally am like. <laughs> and it's, oh my God, where'd like, you hold I the wedding? Double chin city? <laughs> I didn't know you had a wedding abroad. <laughs> oh, in Double Chinland, next to Double Chinville. Um, yeah, so like I just am always, I'm so annoyed at myself whenever I see photos because I'm like, why can't I stand still for one fucking second? Sure. So that I can just smile and look. And that's the problem, I think, actually, weirdly. And it's the Instagramification of everything as well, isn't it? Before we even go into yeah, it. Yeah, we're always just so glued to our phones. Like, what, what, what's that all about? What's that all about, man? Oh, man no, it's, it's the fact that like, the most boring photos are the nicest. Sure. But yeah. chances are when you look back, it's not going to be like, you know, like back back in the day when, when people like had like photo albums and stuff, it was all these photos where people kind of looked like a bitch. They were kind of mid doing something yeah. or putting on, you yeah. know what I mean? While now That's Instagram photos, like I sometimes see people and I'm like, I have never seen you pose in any other way than one way. Right. And you look great. Do not get me wrong. But I don't know if you're going to look back and be like, oh, here's, yeah. it's going to look like a weird AI where it's yeah. just you and almost like, it's like copy and pasted <laughs> into every single or here, thing here's, of your life. And I'm like, yeah. in a weird way, there is something wrong with the fact that we're not allowing ourselves mm -hmm. to be a bit more human yeah. in photographs. We're trying you know? to erase the imperfections like on the spot. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I just, just see like you're copying and pasting yourself. Yeah. Or anyway. like you're, or, or not only are you orchestrating that photo so you're posed in a certain way, but then you're, deleting all yeah. of it, delete that photo, you know? Yeah. Oh, I hate the yeah, photo, yeah, delete yeah. that, don't send me that photo or whatever, you know? Well, and that's been my instinct, actually. In some of the photographs that I've been sent um, from weddings that I've been at, my instinct is to be like, please, you know, get rid of that one. I don't like that. And then I was like, who gives a shit? Like, is it like, also, it's not my day. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm in the background. I'm doing whatever. I'm just cruising, chilling, living life, double chin city, population me. And, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, do you know, and at the end of the day, I'm like, also, I know if I knew me, if I if I wasn't me and I looked at that person, I'd be like, oh my God, she looks like she's having a great crack. Mm -hmm. Or I'd look back. Right. Someday I won't be here. I'll be gone and dead. And like, I'll look back and go, oh my God, oh my God, Grace is like, yeah. I can tell, I can almost hear her laughing in this photo. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like Grace and her double chin are just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, Grace it's like, got married to her double chin. <laughs> this, that is, this is my groom. Um, <laughs> I do for life. True <laughs> sickness and health. Until death do us part. So, anyway, anecdotally though, I have noticed some very problematic things around, um, particularly um, when people talk about the bride and the way the brides are meant to look on the day. So I'm not going to go into any kind of specifics, but I have been in wedding dress shops, not even actually as a bridesmaid, just as like sometimes with mates, like before they were getting married or whatever, or friends who were like kind of like um, who I knew in the periphery. The way... It is spoken about in wedding dress shops sometimes about bride's weight is fucking unbelievable, okay? It is not, like, it is not odd to hear someone go basically like, what size do you intend to be on your wedding day? Right, Being right, asked, okay. right? Wow. Um, basically, also, dressmakers, I have heard this asking, are you going to lose weight for this? Because I'm going to make alterations, so I kind of need to know now. Okay. Right. Which they don't, let's okay. be honest. It's also their job. <laughs> like, yeah. As much as I'm like, because like that'll be more work for me. I'm like, oh, sorry, the thousands I'm paying you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah of course that's your job. But anyway, I did. And I have also heard people just comment on brides' appearances. What? Like if people didn't think that brides had like lost enough weight, they were like, what have you been doing? Try to get into this dress. Mm. 
Like those have been questions that have been asked to paying customers, okay? And then it's the whole thing of like, you have the alterations might cost more because if I have to alter the dress more, like that'll cost you. And you know what really pissed me off? Or like more fabric, that'll cost you. And again, I'm like, well, do you charge taller people more? Mm. Like, because I don't understand the logic here. And it just is basically, I've heard a lot of this and anecdotally from people who've gotten married and all sorts, right? It is something that in the moment when I've heard people talking about this, they feel they can't say anything or they shouldn't or that it'd be rude to go to the person, can you not maybe comment on my appearance? Mm. Can you not comment on my weight? Or the fact that you might just say to someone, yeah, take it out. What's, you know what I mean? Like if you can take it in, you can take a dress out or maybe go a size up. Do you know what I mean? Like these are just, again, before you've even gotten to the wedding day, the dress has become such a problem. And this is a dress, by the way, that women on average are spending like a thousand on. Do you know what I mean? Why is it that you're the problem but the dress isn't the problem? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's such a weird thing to me that you would see a human being in front of you coming in the door going, I'm getting married. I'm so excited. I'm here to drop a load of money. And you go, brilliant. You're a problem. My dress is the thing that I won't need to change. Like, no, the dress is a thing that can be very easily changed and is your job to change. Yeah. Why are you talking about this person's appearance? So anyway, Anecdotally, that from the get-go, I had I had feelings about weddings that were already a bit weird. Like I was already a bit like, this is just, and I'm hearing it from people who I wasn't even going to their wedding, just anecdotally. And I was like, this is just like not a great vibe here. So when you put like women who are already, you know, listen, we're in a society, it's, it, it, we're very diaculture driven, we're image heavy now, particularly with social media. Men are feeling it, but women always have been feeling this. And now it's like even more kind of like intensified. So, Connor, can you imagine, right? Um, do you think there's been any studies done on whether brides lose weight or feel the need to lose weight on their wedding day? Uh, I mean, people get married so often that I wouldn't be surprised if there was. There have been quite a few among quite friends. A few. Quite a few. One that kind of, I think, uh, is basically <coughs> the basis of a lot of like articles that I've been doing, like reading up on, is a 2008 Cornell University one, which, uh, 2007, 2008. Um, and it took perhaps the most comprehen- comprehensive look at bridal weight loss habits. Okay, so here's a quote from it. Most women engage, engage to be married idolize a wedding weight much lighter than their current weight. Okay. Okay. So that was the co-author, Laurie Neighbours. Um, about 70% of women in the study said they wanted to lose weight, ideally 23 pounds on average. Wow. So 23 pounds, what's that? That's like almost two stone. Almost two stone, just, just shy of two stone. Well, 21% said they wanted to prevent weight gain. So again, 70% mm. want to lose just shy of two stone. 21% say they want to prevent weight gain. Okay, comparing these numbers to the national data, and this is uh, the American national data, I will say, they found that the brides-to-be were more concerned with weight loss than the average American woman, 53% of which want to lose weight. So that's the average American woman, 53% want to lose weight. So like, they're more concerned, brides, than the the average woman is to lose weight. So shedding for the wedding is a relatively new phrase. I've heard it many times now. Um, but here are some like, I didn't That's realize That's when you this. build a, a shed in the shed, garden this to is. entertain your guests right before the wedding. Is exactly. Why you do not know. No, no. The father You're, of the bride. When I say shedding build. for the wedding, you create a shed that yes. the bride goes into and does not eat. That's like a sweat hut. Yeah, okay. until the day of the wedding. And then she emerges in white, glowing. Amazing. I love Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, here, there's been many I actually want to go into like not only I didn't realise this but like a lot of like there's like bridal magazines but there's also like weight loss books just for brides oh wow yeah oh my goodness it seems so strange that you would need to have a specific weight loss book for wedding I mean I wonder if it has anything to do with just like them cashing in on the fact that people will spend money to assuage the stress of their weddings Connor, don't be so cynical. I know. I mean, that's These just people want to help. That's Connor, that's just a wild theory. <laughs> but I also like have a hard time imagining like what would be in that. Like you know, like, like yeah, like what what? How do they make it wedding specific? Maybe like just they give you how many calories you burn by walking up the aisle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you learn, you burn two calories walking up the aisle. So just do it like twenty thousand times. <laughs> 
Um, books are called uh, Skinny Sexy Bride Lose Weight for Your Wedding in One Hour Per Week. The Bride, another is called The Bride Diet How to Lose Weight Fast and Look Amazing on, uh, for Your Dream Wedding. Um, another one's called Brides The Complete Guide, Guide to Getting into Shape and Looking Great for Your Wedding. I mean, literally, again and again, it's kind of like the same title. But there was one um, headline that really did grab me. Um, this is on the back cover of The Bride Diet. Did you know that over 70% of women are too large to fit into the dress they chose on their wedding day? Okay. Did you know that basically 70% of wedding dresses don't fit the bride? Yeah. 70% yeah. of wedding dresses are wrongly chosen by yeah. the dressmaker for yeah. this bride. Blame. Is what you're trying to say. Hashtag blame the dress, not the bride. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's so like insane. Why are we blaming these women? Like, seventy are too large. I'm snapping along. I'm snapping along. Part of this quote on the back of this book also said, "Can you imagine how humiliated and desperate those thousands of women must feel as they frantically pace and pray that the last second alter alter alterations can be done in time?" I'd love to hear you doing the audiobook of this. Oh, I'd be so angry! So, Welcome to the bride <laughs> diet, you dumb bride bitch. <laughs> Just like four hours. Everybody Welcome in your life Audible. hates you, including your soon-to-be husband. <laughs> But, like, again, this idea, what I love so much about the, the fact that this is called a bride diet in the back, on the back cover, is that they're like, I mean, like, the, can the alterations be done in time? And you know when you're like, again, you're paying someone thousands. Yeah. That's their fucking problem. Why is it the bride's problem that the dress dressmaking industry seem to be so bad at their job that they're like, you human women are the problem. Not the women you're paying very, or the people you're paying a lot of money to to make the alterations. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's like definitely a bigger conversation around the fashion industry. And I think we touched on it in our in our clothing uh, sizes yeah. episode as well. And yeah, this just like overall, like particularly things that are considered fashion. And I yeah. would probably include like wedding dresses in in that as well. I mean, I really don't have the fucking vocabulary for it. But like, <laughs> you know, nice dresses and not so nice dresses. Well, even really like, nice like when we talk, talked about the fashion industry, like at, at least with the fashion industry, it's like, um, what's the kind of word like? Uh, mask, mass production, right? Okay. With wedding dresses, the yeah. whole point yeah. of this is that for the one day ever, uh, like ve like basically ba non-celebrity, non-very wealthy women spend a lot of money yeah. on a dress that they would never spend really on any other dress so that it will be made for their body. Mm -hmm. And still, the fucking wedding industry are such pricks about it yeah. that they're like, oh no, no, we couldn't possibly work around you. You need to work around us. That's what pisses me off even more is that like brides are made to feel that they're the way they look when they get engaged, the way they look when they're actually in their loving relationship that they've built with another human being is not okay for the day that you're going to sign the piece of paper mm -hmm. to get married. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> drinking water is the most commonly reported weight loss technique among women in this Cornell study that they found um, uh, about, like, brides trying to lose weight. It is unfortunate that the researchers kind of failed to figure out how much the water was, the subjects were drinking was more behind, like, them trying to feel full or actually flush out toxins. But um, the co-author, Jeffrey Sobel, of this um, study said, it is not clear whether women are using this particular strategy to increase feelings of fullness, avoid the consumption of other food or displace higher calorie beverages. It is notable, however, that drinking excessive amounts of water is a common symptom of eating disorders. Studies in the Cornell, um, subjects in the Cornell study listed aerobic exercise and eating less as the second and most third reported weight loss techniques. Though again, how much exercise and food restriction is unclear. They did know that 40% of the women used at least one extreme weight control behaviour, 40%, while 25% used two or more extreme weight controlling behaviours, okay? So Sobel himself noted that while researching bridal magazines from the 1990s, um, he found that there was only like kind of one weight loss ad in the bridal magazines. Now there's a lot more. He told the Times, right. um, there's a lot more pressure from profit-making groups and competition emphasis on thinness in the bridal world. Mm. It's become a cornerstone. It's kind of a mandatory item on your wedding planning to-do list. Um, 
there are lists of hundreds of weight loss services and products, including diet pills, dubious weight loss clinics, and even no- known pyramid schemes. Um, all pyramid under, schemes. All under the, fit, uh, the category of fitness. Apparently, even the known pyramid scheme, now this is from an article called Herbalife. I haven't done any yeah, background into that, it. Yeah. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. That's like the big one in America that basically you hear a lot of, it's the, it's the punchline to so many jokes, like at this stage, like people okay. like know it, but like it's kind of like an Avon kind of thing, you know, where right. you have a lot of um, people who sign up for this thing and they get a bunch of these fucking herbal supplement things in that purport to you know help yeah. with weight loss and uh, you know whatever you yeah. name it and then it's it's a pyramid scheme in that the more people you have under you the more money you make you know but you have a fucking garage full of like you know stock mm, okay like, and it's a bit of a nightmare yeah that's mad and and wait does these these herbal tablets are they meant to like lose weight is that the that whole point I, of them? I, like you know I would be pretty confident in saying that like that, if someone handed you a flyer right. with Herbalife on it it would say this may Cause yeah. weight loss You okay. know I'd be fairly confident if, Okay Yeah Right okay Well um, that's interesting I mean, you know But So I'm going to go on to um, One article in particular That kind of came out now, This is back in 2012 Right So this would be like Maybe four years after This study was done um, And it was kind of Fixated a little bit On one particular Weight loss plan Right Mm-hmm um, This is in 2012 And it was the New York Times Reported on a hot new Wedding weight loss plan Called wow. The K-E diet. Okay. Ever heard of it? Special K diet? No, K-E. K-E, K-K-E, no. Okay, so I had never heard of this, Connor. And when I did, I was like, I cannot believe this is true. It's also, the K-E diet is also known as the feeding tube. The story followed bride-to-be Jessica, I'm going to absolutely butcher this name, Schneider, sorry, who spent eight. Schneider? Schneider, who spent eight of the recommended. It's not Schneider. (laughs) Okay. It's not spelled that okay, way. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Don't. Wait, was it Rob Schneider? No, was yeah. Rob Schneider tre- shedding Rob for Schneider his wedding? Who's shredding Rob, for his you're wedding? Fine, just the way you are. Okay, your beautiful baby Hashtag girl. Hashtag blame the dress, not the bride. I- okay. <laughs> um, the story follows bride to be Jessica. I'm just going to say Jessica's name. Um, who spent eight of the ten recommended days on a nasal feeding tube? What? During which she subsisted only on a car- the carbohydrate-free 800-calorie KE diet powder mixed with water and passed through the tube. Through the nose, Jessica, Down what? her esophagus and into her stomach. Not your esophagus. <laughs> no, that's, that's not, what? So, eight, wait, 800-calorie powder, 800-calorie. Carbohydrate-free 800-calorie KE diet powder. Powder. That is mixed with Mystery water. Mystery powder. Mystery powder. Put through the nose. Down the why? esophagus. Why not just drink? Oh, I don't know. Again, why, right? Why these are all questions that are going to be brought up. Okay. These are all questions. Why do it in the up. first place? But, you know, if you're going to do it, why down the nose, Jessica? I know. Why listen, did you do why it? Why not up the ass? The people who made it were like, <laughs> no, this is supposed to be taken rectally. What are you doing, you <laughs> psycho? It's through the ear, Jessica, you yeah. stupid bitch. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is an outpatient, <laughs> outpatient pre- procedure administered by Dr. Oliver Di Pietro, uh, the first doctor to bring the KE diet to the US. Um, using this method, Dr. Di Pietro says patients can lose up to 20 pounds in 10 days. I get a lot of brides, he told the Times. Right. Now, okay, we're going to go a bit more into him in a little. I just wanted to... Um, kind of focus in on the actual New York Times article. By the way, I had to pay for this article. I just want everyone to know this. Okay, so that's how dedicated that's I am to dedication. the show. Okay, that's dedication. Like, there was a firewall. I was like, I won't do it. And then I was you like, know, no, the article's this way too good. I'll do it. You, you know, know what? You know what? One quick way you could be reimbursed? What? Is if our listeners sign up for Headstuff Plus <laughs> and support up to three shows with as little as five euro a month. I, I think. think so, Connor. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That what a hard sell. I wasn't even doing that. I was yeah. just trying to impress everyone that I actually saw. I think I've never ever paid to get behind a wow. firewall in my life. Anyway, so this. I think it's a paywall. Just, you know. Oh, is it? A paywall. Just get it right, Grace. Just get it right, please. Shut you up, Connor. I'm hungry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, all this talk about <laughs> this nasal talk. tubes. Oh, I just want, like, I just wish I had a nasal tube to go to get so some powder after, to my after esophagus. This, no, seriously, on a serious note, though, we have another episode to do later after this. Do you want to go down into the cafe and get a nasal tube? Flat yeah. White? Oh, my God, that'd be nasal great. Flat white so nice. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. I would love to get the croissant just, like, blended into Damn my, like, cappuccino and just right up the nose.
Are you interested in the world of the strange? Do you find yourself becoming obsessed with true crime and unsolved mysteries? Do you look to the night sky hoping to see something that you can't explain? I'm Dennis Murphy, host of Something Strange, a bi-monthly podcast about tales of the weird and the unexplained. Get Something Strange wherever you get your podcasts with additional bonus content for subscribers on headstuffpodcasts.com. Something Strange, out now on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. If you want to hear more bonus exclusive content for FADCAMP, make sure to log on to Headstuff Plus and for as little as a fiver a month, you can support our show and other shows in the Headstuff Podcast Network and hear exclusive content from FADCAMP. That's bonus episodes, photos, videos. It's a really good time. So we hope to see you there. Now back to the show. Okay. So this is an article called The Bridal Hunger Games, okay? And, oh, um, fun, fun article. I know, by the New York Times that they did. And it was a controversial article, to say the least. Um, and I think, like, you know, I, which is why I paid behind the paywall for it. It was really interesting because the article itself goes into the fact that brides are essentially starving themselves or dieting, really restricting themselves. Not everyone, obviously. I'm not talking about everyone, but like they were following a lot of brides who were doing this. And it was very weirdly uncritical of some of the practices. Right. Okay. Um, so much so that they had to do a follow-up article the next week because so many people like just like wrote in and yeah. were just like, you didn't kind of talk about it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. The New York Times basically did this article called The Bridal Hunger Games and uh, mixed with a few other articles from around that time. There was something about, I don't know what happened in 2012, but obviously this nasal fucking KE diet, everyone was like mad for it. But uh, the beginning of it is like uh, Jennifer Derrick's weight had crept up um, to a certain amount. I'm not going to say it on the actual podcast. And she knew she would not fit into her grandmother's wedding dress. Okay. so she okay. Was, And she said, well, women were smaller back then and there was nothing to let out, said Miss Derek. So she took prescription pills, had vitamin B shots and made weekly $45 visits to a methadone, meth, methitin clinic. A methadone clinic? No, me, no, it's not methadone. I am not insane. <laughs> it's not methadone. It's meth, methithin clinic in me- Jacksonville. Methithin? Sure. Okay. Medicine, are you saying? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so frustrating. I am reading. Um, she was married at the, the... She was married basically on March 18th out of that year and she was able to wear the gown from 1938 and it fit perfectly by doing all of these crazy diet Amazing. things. Okay? Simple Whatever. as. Simple as. Happy ending. Now, again... It, <laughs> but as we were talking about this other Jessica Schneider, apparently is her name. Oh. Um, was preparing to shop for a wedding gown by spending eight days on a feeding tube. Okay. Oh my. Yep. I know. Now, why do you think, Connor, that like these women, I know that first example was a woman trying to fit into her grandmother's okay. old dress, which, listen, like we just had Kim Kardashian trying to fit into Marilyn Monroe's dress and apparently that went absolutely tits Oh, up. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. she had to let it out different body shapes. Who knew? Maybe uh, you're not going to fit into it. And at the it. end of the episode, me and Grace are going to try to fit into each other's trousers. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Um, and then we're both going to cry. It's going to be um, iconic. Well, it's it's funny because it, in two... Wait, sorry. You you asked me a question. Yeah, I was asking you a question. I suppose, like, why do you think there's such pressure on these women to... Like, okay. why wouldn't a, a woman be, do you think, go into a wedding dress shop and maybe go a size up? Or maybe just go actually okay. for one that's fits Absolutely. right now? Well, first of all, I know from personal experience that a lot of our... Uh, you know, insecurity around our size. Uh, we're our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. We are. We are really hard on ourselves, yeah. you know. So, like, there might not be necessarily people in our friends and family. Sometimes there are who put pressure on us. But a lot of the time, it's the, the stuff we put on pressure, like, for, uh, we put the pressure on ourselves. Yeah. And you can say that's come from society. That's come from years of, like, dieting and diet culture and all of that. But what I've been thinking as we're talking about this mm-hmm. is like, what if I was getting married? You know? Yeah. I don't want my bride to be on a feeding tube. Yeah. But I I would I would wager that 
you know, my question really that keeps coming up is like, what, what are, where are the grooms in all of this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's interesting. Yeah. As a man, do you want your wife to be going through such torture and torment? But at the same time, we all know that you can tell your partner, oh, you look amazing. No, you look great. Mm. You, you don't mm. need to lose any weight. And they go, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then yeah. go off and do whatever they're going to do for whatever reason. Yeah. That's often yeah. coming from internal, internally or from the past or from mm-hmm. trauma or whatever it is. So I, I suppose, yeah, I mean, I don't know the the answer that maybe is, is mentioned in the article, but I just feel that like we do put so much pressure on ourselves to... Well, the funny thing is the in the article, there is no answer. In the article, they kind of don't even right. go into like a question. Yeah. They kind okay. of are just like, this is what's happening and this is how much it costs. Yeah. And isn't this gas? While... The media at that point, we like it was 2012, I think now I'm hoping we're being a bit more like that's a bit mad to be doing, but I'm hoping also the media might be que- querying these things about. Maybe I'm just, uh, that's my hope and not actually the sure. reality. Yeah. But um, in, I, in terms I, of... I honestly, even despite the the more awareness we have around diet culture, I wouldn't be surprised if it's as bad, if not worse. Oh my God, like not, so to, not to be too yeah. negative about it, but I just feel like, the, our society pays a lot of lip service to body positivity, yeah. to health at every size, to things like that, that, you know, we, our hearts are in the right place. But then when it comes down to ourselves, we go, oh, well, fuck it. Oh, well, I'm on my way and I'm going to, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're so, you're so true. And do you know what's so funny as well, though? I, I The more I think about it, health at every size and like body positivity, you make no money from this. Right. Right. It's very difficult totally. to sell products to people. It's very yeah. difficult for a di- the diet industry who are like billion worth billions <laughs> to sell products to people when they're like, you're just fine on your own. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. but could you buy all this shit that you don't need anyway? Like that's that's kind of what it's all based on. But yeah, where are the grooms and all this? And actually there's a little bit of a information about the grooms. But yeah. once again, I think now maybe grooms are feeling a little bit more pressure again because of Instagram sure. to be photo sure. ready, all this sort yeah. of stuff. But there, there is a bit in a study again, that the, I'll the mention later. But again, the big day is always, you know, it's always, it's always focused on the bride yeah. and that's fine. But I think, you know, to to try to, uh, you know, just like from a male perspective to try to talk about like, well, what about the grooms? It's like, I'd say in a lot of weddings, men are just kind of like, oh, look, just fuck off, wear a nice suit, get your hair cut mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. Yeah. And don't interfere. With, like, does the does the groom have any input on the dress? No. Or the fake tan or the hair extensions? Well, I did a quick, I did a quick search, not even about the groom, about the bride's appearance. I did a quick search about like, I mean, men get suits altered and it doesn't seem to be any sort of fucking problem when they go in right that it's right. like hey um, you're going to lose weight because I'm going to have to alter it and that's crazy yeah it's crazy because you spend a lot of money here but um, I don't yeah. think altering should be like something I'd be put that's under pressure cr- on like yeah. I, I haven't heard these no. stories come out so I'm weirdly like this is mad that's anyway shocking. one thing that also happens that I wasn't aware of but apparently in the two months of fittings before most clients' wedding, a Kleinfeld bridal in New York, which if anyone watches Say Yes to the Dress, they will know, um, is a very famous bridal sh- store in um, New York, seamstresses are kept busy taking in gowns. Brides-to-be say, I don't want to be a size 16, I want to be a 14 or a 12, says Jeanette uh, Crisco, which is like one of the Kleinfeld's marketing director. But a quick note that they mentioned in an article that I didn't realise is that wedding dresses run small. So a typical wedding dress like size eight will actually will, will actually be like normally would have right. been a size like is or sorry a typical wedding dress a size eight will be a size ten or twelve a psychological shock for most women buying the gown. Um, so Kleinfeld resists brides who want smaller sizes because taking in a dress is easier than letting it out. So they'd rather give them the bigger dress, but sizes run smaller there. So like women might go in and be like, I'm a size eight. And they're like, no, a size eight here is actually kind of a size six. So like, actually, you're going to need it to go up to right, a size okay, 10. Yes. But it's already. So these oh, are things okay. that I'm like, I wonder if brides knows this. And right. I wonder actually if it's true in Ireland. It's yeah. the fact that it's true in Kleinfeld Bridal, right. which is. Again, a very famous yeah. bridal store. I'm wondering if it's true here in yeah. Ireland. So you're Europe. already, your confidence and your beliefs about what you think you, your size your is. is shaken and challenged. Yeah. And you go, oh my God, they, uh, they're totally right. I do need to go smaller yeah. because my normal size is And also, you know, in, in, in bridal shops, they are, are basically sample sizes. Because obviously, like, listen, there's so many dresses, so many different styles. So they're not going to have every size in, in the shop. Yeah. Like, they need to show you in a, the type, a type of dress. So even the tiniest of women 
tend to not fit the gowns when they're trying them on the first time and picking them, which can cause such like so many brides to be like, you know, it mm. just doesn't oh, totally. feel good when yeah, you're in something no, that doesn't work yeah. for you. Um, one person uh, in the article goes, there was no way I could see myself in a strapless bridal gown, right? Um, this is a New Yorker who was getting married and um, who used Weight Watchers and hired a personal trainer to drop 20 pounds for her wedding. Right, okay. nine years ago. Her trainer, <laughs> Sue Fleming, a fitness coach in, in Brooklyn, is the author of the book, Buff Brides. Okay, hang on a second. I think it was might have just been the pronunciation, but did you say fitness ghost? Fitness coach. Okay, because I'm going to write a movie called Fitness Ghost. <laughs> It's, you it's, just witnessed the birth of the next. Yeah, it's, a, it's a personal trainer who's died, but come back to haunt fat people and just <laughs> just keep at them. Just keep at them. I love it. You'll never be good enough. Yeah, I'm the fitness coach. I'll be fit forever. <laughs> Look at me. I died in my prime. I would watch that film just like so many fat people in their sleep just being woken up and they're like a treadmill is running downstairs. I don't even have a treadmill. Okay. Um, Miss Fleming. So the author of Buff Brides. I did look up Buff Brides, okay? That's a fun name. That's fun also a, name. a fun name. Fun name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a TV show. It looked like oh, there was one season of a TV a show. Great name for a TV show. Great name for a TV fair. show. There was also another TV show I saw. Wait, let me see. But like Buff Brides where they like fight each other in a ring. Like that's <laughs> the show. Another show was called How to Be a Buff Bride. So this is all about women <laughs> needing to lose weight for their wedding. We can all, we can all take a chapter out of that book. You don't have to be getting married <laughs> to be a Buff, buff Bride. bride. All be I'm a Buff saying. Bride morning, noon yeah. and night, folks. I take that Buff Bride energy into <laughs> everything I do. I'm a Buff Bride bitch. So... Miss Fleming um, said, I've been training brides for 12 to 13 years and the typical weight loss is 15 to 20 pounds. She charges $140 to $200 a session. <laughs> One of her customers was so proud of her improved arms that she dropped and did push-ups before walking down the aisle. So she popped at the altar. Gotta be popping at the altar. The priest is like, damn, two tickets to the gun show. Do you know when you're like, it's just makes me want to cry a bit. Like, yeah, isn't it's like, sad. it's also this personal trainer, like no fucking fans, but like, isn't doing anything that other personal trainers aren't totally, doing. Totally. It's, it's just yeah. going, <laughs> oh, you have like a deadline yeah. for this time. Like, yeah. you know, that's it's it. It's like, you'll see like dancing teachers will have like, hey, you want to learn to dance? Want to learn to dance for your wedding? Yeah, you know, yeah. fitness person is like, I'm a fitness ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and I will haunt you <laughs> to, the, to the day you die. <laughs> <laughs> I was the reason you're getting divorced. Um, Brooke Baxter, a uh, music, music entrepreneur in Brooklyn, got engaged and ordered the Blueprint Cleanse, which cost $65 a day oh. for six bottles of organic juice. It helped her drop six pounds in three days. Blueprint actively courts Six pounds in three days? Yeah. For $65? Yeah. Oh, I oh, shit six pounds in three days. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. true. She does. Blueprint, this cleanse company, actively courts brides, even suggesting on its website, and this is in an article, so I, I couldn't uh, double check this, a cleanse with, a, a, they say on their website, a cleanse with your whole bridal party. Basically, they're like, oh, your fun. whole bridal party. So not only should you do this cleanse and feel a unique yeah. fit in your dress, make sure that your bridesmaids know that you're not happy with the way they look. Yeah, I know, but you can, do, you can do it together. I think the person got the idea for this from watching bridesmaids. You know, that scene where they all get food poisoning oh my God, and yeah. they're all shooting themselves. Imagine brides started. <laughs> like, like just trying to give their bridal party like salmonella. <laughs> on the day, they'll just look really slim. Um... Erica Cross, the founder of Blueprint. Gives a whole new meaning to the term bridal shower. Oh. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, Erica Hughes, the founder of Blueprint, explained the effect of the diet as you're working out all of the bad stuff. Basically that the juice is sort of like a laxative. <laughs> the bad stuff. The, <laughs> bad the stuff. evil impurities within you. <laughs> Um, but many detox and cleanses make misleading claims, says Dr. Krausky, an associate what? professor of surgery at Wayne State University in Detroit. He said, do you notice they never tell you what the toxins actually are? 
<laughs> there's no science to back them up. Yeah. This is so funny because again, we talked about cleanses where cleanses are just oh, made up. <laughs> totally. It's actually yeah. so infuriating. Toxins <sighs> is just a catch-all term for shit. <laughs> If they, if the doctor was saying like, "Do you want to shit more?" It doesn't sound as do you want to marketable. shit sixty five dollars a day, sixty five dollars a day, six pounds, and I do it for free every day. Yeah, being like our poster child, Grace Mulvey, who shits six pounds in six days on her cleanse <laughs> for free. One of the most drastic diets, right? The brides have tried. Okay, involves daily injections of human, human, chronic. Gondotropin, a hormone associated with pregnancy. Human? The method. Say it again. Human. Why are you doing this? No, to me? no, no. I just because I thought you were going to say human growth hormone. No, human chronic gondotropin, a hormone associated with pregnancy. Guys, sign up for Grace's Patreon. She's learning to read. Uh, you can support her. Leave me alone. It's okay. It's I'm okay. trying to handle the science. What, um, chronic gondotropic substance. It's a hormone. Okay, no, sorry. I, I, the only reason I, I wouldn't specify because I thought you were going to say HDH, human growth hormone. Right. Um, but you're talking about HCG, which is like, don't get me started. Oh, don't get me can't started. Even pronounce it. Yeah, because you don't have to say it three times. You're not making, I'm not making you say it three times. Um, the method was popularized in 1954 by a Dr. Albert T.W. Siemens. Um, That's a fun name. Published, he published Pounds and Inches. The fad is back, and in December 2010, the Food and Drug Administration reiterated its findings that over the counter human chronic gondrotrophin was fraudulent for weight loss and illegal. A prescription for it does not help you lose weight, like a certain almost weight loss drug we were talking about recently, where it's a big fad. We go V, as in we go V. We go V. There was a doctor who said, I flat out uh, tell patients what the FDA says, is, which is um, they will lose weight com- by combining injections, weekly meetings with a registered nurse and a 500 uh, calorie diet. The 950 500 calorie diet. diet. Excuse me. I know. Excuse not, yourself. Excuse yourself. How dare you? Yeah. Do you know how, do you know what, five, 500 calories, do you know what that is? That's like four tablespoons of olive oil. <laughs> like that's that's the equivalent of that. You just, or, you chowing down on that or olive oil. A, or a You're not shotgunning that olive oil. A bag of potatoes. You name it. You Those name are the it. only two iterations. That's like a scone. You I know. know what I mean? Like, I know. Hell. I'm all about scones today. Lo- yeah, you've mentioned scones a lot today actually. scone reference. Listen, it, you know, these are just some of the diets um, that uh, brides have tried in the past, hopefully now that are not in any way popular. Um, but going back to the KE diet, which is obviously the nasal tube one that we were talking mm, let's about. Let's get back in um, Apparently, so basically what you do is you get all of your nourishment through this tube with no carbohydrates for 10 days. Love it. Doctor, and you, I'm pretty sure that the man in your life is just can't wait to... Can't wait for you. <laughs> I would rather just not eat for 10 days. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather yeah. just fucking starve myself and drink water the for photo, 10 days. The photo, and I will have to show you the photo that is with the article of Jessica. She's like in a shop and she just has this nasal thing. And like, the thing is, yeah. I, that they don't mention in the article is that some people need that form of tube oh, to of live. So that's, and so, it's, like, it's co opted from the medical industry. Yeah. They go, oh, this patient who can't eat or has to have a, their yeah. food done through powder form. Yeah. Uh, what if we use that for brides who want to lose weight? Yeah. And like, what, what they're, but like, there are people who have like certain bags, certain tubing, anything yeah. to help them keep on weight, who are trying to just live. And yeah. then you have someone here like, hey, do you want to lose like what, yeah. 10 pounds? Like, it's also this, this weight, you're losing it in like 10 days to literally then go to your wedding and I'm pretty sure gain it back the moment you smell a fucking carb you're going to double the weight back Um, though the tube apparently is fairly kind of unknown in the States um, it has been popular for years in Italy and Spain Mm. right where it can it is used for casual weight loss before a big event casual Um, it's kind of like Dr. Pietro, who kind of administers in the US, um, says body weight is quickly lost through ketosis, the state in which the body yeah. burns fat rather than uh, sugar. AKA keto, ketogenic. He does mention that patients um, are often monitored over the 10-day period, although Jessica didn't look like she was being monitored, but anyway, uh, for things like constipation, bad breath and dizziness. How do they monitor them for bad breath? Hey, breathe into my face. Do you need a doctor? Oh, a doctor just like... Oh, that's a 10. That's a 10 right there. Just on a little clipboard. <laughs> that's a 10 right there. Um, 
it has to be obviously medically supervised because putting a tube up a nose is not the most comfortable um, experience. No. Up the nose, um, down the throat, I imagine. Like yeah, in oh, into the esophagus, yeah. Hey, can esophagus. you guess how much for 10 days? Like, you, I'm <laughs> paying you for this. I'm paying. You're Got taking it. my money. You're paying for constipation, bad breath, yeah. dizziness, and a tube down your nose, 800 calories a day in a powder, no carbs, no taste, no fun. How much you pay Two me? Two grand. $1,500. Oh, come on, Jessica. You were close. You were close. You were close. Miss um, Schneider said, Jessica, people, th- when she wears it. That's 150 out, bucks a day. I'm going to go for you. I just, that it took me, that, we, we actually did a big edit there. There was half an hour. There was half an hour of dead air. Connor, but, Connor's was, writing on the walls like a beautiful mind yeah, on no, the yeah, windows yeah. trying to figure it like, out. Gra- Grace is trying to continue on. I'm like, no, Grace, let me get it. <laughs> let me get I, it. I get it. I get it. Carry the one. Jessica said that peop, when she goes out in public wearing the uh, tube, people think I'm sick. I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah, they she would. She refrained from going into her sc- ch- daughter's school. The children, they would be scared, she said. <sighs> so. Children. They would be scared, just the way she phrased it. <laughs> they would be scared. But what kind of, again, pisses me off is that someone else has to wear this yeah. to live and survive. Mm-hmm. Totally. And also the the going about their day just must be much harder. Mm-hmm. And then she, she's just doing it. And, just... and as well, and you kind of, you touched on it there as well and we kind of jumped past it, but like, yeah, like the run up to your wedding, your relationship and your, your husband is like, yeah. oh, I love you, babe. Can't wait to get married. And she's like, hang on a second. I couldn't hear you. I was detubing. <laughs> You know, before bed. Got to get the set of my esophagus on. And he's just like, mm, that's fine. Yeah, no worry about it. I love you. I love you. It's great. And then yeah. like she takes it out for the wedding day and it's all photos. And, all, and then they're like, oh, well, thank God that's over. And then they go on the honeymoon and she's like, oh, no, we're in Italy now on our honeymoon. The home of pizza and nose tubes. Yeah. Nose yeah. tube goes right back in. Well, what I find interesting, <laughs> I thought you mentioned this, the home of no tube, nose tubes. <laughs> the home of the Coliseum and a nose tube. Not only in that, coming up to a wedding, particularly the few days before, you obviously have a lot of family coming in. You know, like mm. you know, if your family, some family yeah, lives no nearby, but there's a lot year. that come from abroad. A lot of there's a lot of like pre-celebration before the wedding day. There's a lot of really special moments. Mm. And are you telling me that you're still meant to be starving yourself or having a fucking tube up your fucking nose? And not only that, what happens to your body? The day of your wedding and you eat for the first time. Well, that's something borrowed, something and Something, ew. ew. That's exactly where it came from. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's just to me, like, the dieting steals so many good moments in your life. Oh, yeah. We know yeah. this. There's mm-hmm. been so, and this was the thing, actually, that I was meant to mention earlier. This whole thing about, like, weddings being such a kind of big deal for brides and bridal parties and, you know, many people involved. Actually, there's a whole thing that I kind of want to get into in another episode about like big events actually being Mm -hmm. a huge thing for diet culture and people who have either disordered eating or whatever. Actually, most people coming up to a big event suddenly start fixating on how they look and it could be a big event for anything. And it starts this whole thing of like, what do I need to do to on the day look good enough for Instagram now or look good enough for the photographs that are going to last forever? That's what we start to think like. And so like... It's and and if you are very much a person who's into routine, it takes you out of your routine and it can start really stressing people out. And it's something we don't talk about. Like, do you ever were you ever like on a diet and you go like, okay, I'm starting this diet, starting it tomorrow, blah blah, blah and then you're like, oh shit, like in like three weeks I have yeah. my, I have my mate's oh, totally. big thing and the party mm-hmm. or I have to be going to this and that's going to ruin it and now I don't even want to go mm-hmm. and it's like that thing where you don't want to yeah. live your life because of this so for, for weddings the fact that someone could get engaged and the moment they get engaged they might start going how am I going to completely ruin the next how many months of yeah. my life how am I going to completely remove myself from family and friends, remove myself from my normal life so that I can look a certain way very quickly. Or like, you know, they'll go into planning mode. And also on top of that, you're dealing with a very stressful, an event that's very stressful to organize. You've never, for most people, they've only get married once. They've never organized an event of this scale. You know, and you're in the family politics. Everyone fucking knows there's always a fight that goes on around a wedding. Like, and then with all that pressure, you're meant to also be hungry and working out twice a day or doing fucking push-ups right before the aisle. Like, you know, what's wrong with looking like yourself on your wedding day? Yeah. Like a nice version of yourself, don't get me wrong. You're going to be wearing a very nice dress. But what is wrong with looking like you? And I think it's just 
mental to me that the way we look all the time is not okay with us the moment we know it's going to be a big day. Like that suddenly we're like, well, now I have to look like a person who looks like they're filtered on Instagram all the time. It's just because everyone wants to look nice. Do not get me wrong. And you can, by the way, do whatever you want with your body. I'm not saying that that like if you want, if you're a person out there who wants to lose weight for your wedding, like we're, this isn't a judgment. Absolutely. What we're saying is what is going on that people are going to such lengths yes. and that people, strangers who you're paying for their services are feel free to talk about your appearance. Yeah. Like that to me is mental. Losing, that's such a great point. Like, because honestly, I think wanting to, uh, you know, change slash enhance your appearance for your wedding day. Like that's something that people are going to be doing anyway. If part of that is, you know, changing your diet and changing the way you move and all of that in the run up to it in a healthy, sustainable way, like that, I think that's okay. It's when it starts to, uh, first of all, hurt you, your physical health and your, and your mental health. Mm. And then when it starts to ruin your actual big day and the run up to it. Do you know mm, what I mean? It yeah. kind of defeats the purpose. And it's like, yeah. okay, I'll be 10, maybe 20 pounds lighter because I've done all this really potentially destructive stuff, potentially harmful stuff that may lead to like excess weight gain like mm, when I mm, stop doing this. Mm. For what? You know, like at the, the cost has been, you know, you've been super stressed and super burnt out like, you know, in and and worried in the run up to the wedding and then on the day it's like just becomes impossible to actually relax and have a good time and spend time with the people that love you. Like, like is the point of your wedding to have fun with family and friends mm-hmm. and kind of celebrate this love and relationship or is it to showcase a body that is 10 or 20 pounds lighter? Like that's yeah. what it boils down to. Yeah. You know you're, what I mean? you're so right actually. Yeah. It's what is the point of your wedding? Like is it right. like, is it so that you can have the photographs that you think you should have on your mm-hmm. day? And that's, yeah. and that you should look a certain way in those photographs. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now as well, on the day of the wedding, as I said before, like as a bridesmaid even, you are kind of like, you're surrounded by people like no longer by the way is it the official photographer this mm-hmm. is another thing now that that has people kind of in more of a tizzy at modern weddings no longer is it just the photographer who's going to get the shots you now have everyone has a phone sure yeah. everyone can take photos of you yeah. and they start sending you and it's actually overwhelming yeah, yeah. how many photos you will get sent or be, yeah. and like in a way I, and I've seen at weddings now where people are like please don't mm, take photographs yeah. we'd rather don't use don't put up photos before oh, the bride yeah. does or yeah you're trying does. to look at a bride walking down the aisle and someone's got their gigantic iPad in front oh, of your yeah, face like, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're like yeah. I think the photographer's got it covered yeah like. and there's a really famous photograph um, actually of that a professional photographer took of down the aisle when he was trying yeah, to get a picture all yeah, and it's all yeah. phones but also just people being like yeah maybe just don't put photos up yeah. like when you're sitting at the fucking wedding don't be put them on, mm. up online already mm. because the bride also was like oh, no. yeah that's kind of like a way I want to look and now totally. I basically am having people put up photographs that I didn't know were being taken of me. haven't signed off on them. I haven't signed off. And like, that's the way I felt even as a bridesmaid. I was like, I was literally like, at one point I had a pint of Guinness in my hand and I'm like, just having a good time. But then I suddenly, like, it was like loads of people were taking photos and I felt like, oh, I can't be standing here doing this Mm -hmm. because I'm in this lovely gown. You're in the spotlight. Um, Yeah, so then I just took a shot. Listen, um, but just following... Just... Just... um, I have photographed those kind of weddings, yeah. (laughs) Um, just but following this New York Times and I'm going to wrap it up now in a second but following the New York Times article and they had to do a follow up article because they were critiqued so much that they didn't in any way sort of like question these methods just to show you around that time again and I don't as you said you don't think it's changed much um, the coverage that was kind of picked up from many other outlets this kind of article about Jessica doing the nasal you know what I mean the KE diet ABC World News ran a segment featuring Jessica saying she was desperate for a quick fix then essentially congratulating her for finding one. They referred to the KE diet as somewhat controversial and suggested that losing so much weight so rapidly may not be healthy. But the segment ended on a decidedly chipper note with um, the anchor saying, or with with Jessica saying, I'm so happy because, I'm happy because those 10 pounds went off fast and the anchor going, we're happy for her too. Oh my God. Can I just say, there's a reason why... uh, me and Grace haven't heard of the KE diet before this, right? Yeah. And if me and Grace haven't even heard of a diet in passing, you can bet your ass it's controversial, right? Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you why we haven't heard of it. Because it's not a diet. It's not a diet. No. It's not no. a thing. It's just some some crazy thing somebody did out of desperation that then the media 
slaps or maybe the person who's trying to sell it to somebody slaps the word diet on the end of it and it sounds like a thing maybe this yep. will take off maybe people will adopt this it's not a thing no and and actually even looking into um some of the critics of the diet including the academy of nutrition and dietetics in in the states um they have said it is unhealthy and may cause infection of the lung, kidney failure, oh. and erosion of tissues in the nose and throat. Get out of town. Another potential danger is that obviously the development of eating disorders in connection with crash dieting. Yeah. Um, short-term risks uh, include insertion trauma, septum damage, perforated throat, lung damage, and yeah. gastrointentional bleeding. All for the price of $1,500. Yeah. Now, to end on a more kind of chipper note, I wanted to just, uh, oh yeah, very quickly, right, about the groomsmen. So I was trying to look up, uh, with the kind of, you know, study that we found, the Cromwell study, there was lots of like little kind of like citations on top of it. One was about groomsmen, because I was trying to figure, like, I'm trying to include the the guys. Yeah. What's, what's going on, guys? So, yeah. um, behavior, behaviors among engaged men. A cross-sectional survey of 163 engaged men asked them to complete a questionnaire about their current height and weight, an ideal wedding body weight and kind of like the importance of their weight the, at, at their wedding. Results indicated that the discrepancy between men's current weight and reported ideal weight was about 9.61 LB. Okay. Okay. They want to lose 10 pounds for the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Compared to women, yeah. which was like 23. Which is, right? Yeah. Most men considered being at a certain weight at their wedding as somewhat important. About 39% were, were attempting to lose weight for their wedding in comparison to women, 70%. And 37% were trying to change, were not trying to change their weight. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in comparison to say like, I think it was something like 25% of women said they just wanted to maintain their weight. Okay. Attempting weight loss was more frequent among men either with higher BMIs or those planning more formal weddings. Okay. And those who considered being the right way to their wedding as important. But I found formal weddings very interesting. I was wondering why men who were going to more formal weddings, maybe it's a more fitted suit, maybe it's like a tuxedo, maybe there's just something about it that makes them feel at a formal setting they need to be slimmer. But it was very interesting to me that that was one of it. Um, but that just shows you kind of the difference, right? Now, some quotes I want I came across that I thought were really interesting when looking into all of this, okay, was here is some kind of like, just like some brides talking about their experiences, right? Uh, one bride said, I just felt like it was going to be the most important day of my life, so I wanted to look as beautiful as possible. Unfortunately, because of our societal standards of beauty, I attributed that to slimness. I wish I hadn't made myself feel so ill and I wish I hadn't been so hard on myself leading up to the yeah. wedding. This other woman said, so I've been getting up at 6.15am to go for a run, squeezing in an abs and bums exercise class, skipping breakfast and slashing my ch chocolate and alcohol consumption all in a bid to be smaller for the big day. I swapped sleep-ins for swimming lessons, happy hour for hit classes and a social life for squat jumps. I gaze at my skinny friends who never exercise and eat as much as they want while I live in a life of restraint, scarcity and misery. Um, I resent this time I've lost, the books I haven't read, the writing I haven't done, the joy, the friends, the abundance, the alternatives seem unthinkable to me. In our fatphobic culture, looking your best on your wedding day is usually a shorthand for being thin. Well said, lady. That hit me. Yeah. Like a fucking ton of bricks. Yeah. Looking your best is a shorthand for being mm. thin. Anyway, um... For another bride from Swindon decided to lose weight before her wedding day. For me, knowing I had a lot of eyes on me, we had about 120 guests was kind of her reason for wanting to do it. But also brides in films always look so perfect. I wanted to look like that too. Um, as a bride, she received lots of isn't she beautiful comments, but a number of family members also commented that they thought she looked too skinny on the day, wow. that she had lost too much weight. When someone says you can't, look too thin... You just it, can't please them, right? You can't you're fucking please them. too fat or too thin. That's Spe exactly what she women, says. With women, it's always, they're either too heavy or yeah. too thin, and yeah. it's like, there's no fucking... She lost too much yeah. on the day. Oh God, Fuck no, she's off. very thin. She's just how thin she is. Like, it's like... The whispers almost could, fucking started as they walked not, in the aisle. Could she not have lost a bit of weight for yeah. her wedding? Like, you know, it's like, fuck off. Fuck off. Only one woman, I thought, thought, I thought you'd enjoy this. Uh, one woman um, said that she quit her pre-wedding diet that was making her miserable after loved ones intervened. She said, my sweet fiancé, who up until then had begged me to stop as I was turning into a hungry monster, <laughs> escalated my issue to my squad. They sat me down intervention style and read a note he had written for them to read. Aww. She said, I think hearing his words come out of their mouths did the trick. No one ever listens to their partner. That's beautiful. Wow, well said. Mm -hmm. Well said. Um, you know... 
one other thing I wanted to mention, because um, if there are is there if there is anyone that is listening who is getting married yeah. or going to a wedding or a big event, because not mm. only is this just true. weddings, as we mentioned, true, true. big events c- can trigger a lot I- in people. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you are going to something like this and you feel a bit of pressure to lose weight, or like you're just wondering why am I so fixated on losing weight, um. There was a therapist who kind of spoke out about this in a great article that I thought. Um, she said the whole thing really about losing weight for your wedding can also be about control. Mm-hmm. She said, um, wanting to look great for photographs, to show off a really good dress, I think there's something deeper at play here. A wedding is a symbol of a huge transition into another phase of life. With all the transitions, there's a complex mix of emotions going on internally. In addition to the joy and excitement, there's also fear of the unknown, sadness about leaving behind certain aspects of single life, and even confusion about the whole process. It's really hard to be with all those feelings, especially in our culture, um, which expects women to simply be elated to be getting married. And so focusing on weight and body image can be easier than focusing on those mm, darker emotions. Yeah, absolutely. So th- it's also about control over wow. our bodies. And then Instagram being another mounting pressure with social media. Once upon a time, you only really had to be concerned with your professional photos. But nowadays, anyone with a smartphone can snap wedding photos at any time from any angle. And they can share those images with their entire social media following. Be a good guest. Don't fucking do it. There's a lot. That's not in the article. That's just (laughs) me. And even if you do take a photo for yourself to remember, don't go plastering on the internet before the wedding. Oh, come on. Yeah, like just enjoy the wedding. Um, So there's a constant, they're being inundated with Insta perfect photos of celebrity and influencer brides only reinforces the notion that a bride must be flawless. So how do we kind of counteract this? Well, don't get married. Don't get married, girls. Girl, I stay single. Yeah. But um, hashtag blame the dress, not the (laughs) bride. Right. But when you are starting to feel this whole thing about wanting to look a certain way for your wedding, and by the way, you can still do it, don't you know? But if you're feeling overwhelmed by all of this, um, this psychologist said, share the two things to do. Share the thought with your friends so that you can have a good laugh about all of this and support each other in not fasting and not going on another crazy diet all to be thin for this one day, okay? And another thing to do is to decide to enjoy your wedding day. Knowing that your beauty does not come from skimming a couple of more pounds off your body. Own that your beauty comes from embracing the love of your life, which is what the day celebrates. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.